Welcome back to DKV Does, Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we use words as bladed weapons. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. That was good. I liked that. Yeah. We also have Dave. I want mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I I hear you make mac and cheese. Okay. Just stirring it. Uh, Macaroni in a pot? I winked, but no one could see that. The weirdest <laughs> ASMR. Uh, if you got a boner, it's your problem now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank God. This is the last episode of Heavy Sad Boy February. Do you mean Heavy Sad Boy February? Heavy Sad Boy February? Heavy Sad Boy February? So sad. Glad we're done. Uh, this week we're talking about malcolm and marie 2021 rated r an hour and 46 minutes of arguing hey they stop at one point they stop a few times yeah they They stop a few times yeah yeah they stop a few times a couple of those times to make out and then somebody realizes they're still not happy <laughs> uh, I'm with Shane on this one. So, okay. Synopsis is sus. So, I'm going to synopsis the shit out of you. It's black um, and white, and I thought my TV was broken for a minute. <laughs> it's in black and white, yeah. Um, Malcolm and Marie come home after the premiere of Malcolm's new movie. Uh, and uh, they're talking about it, and then they start arguing. Uh, because they have a very unhealthy relationship and uh, they're both pieces of shit so then uh, they argue and try really hard to hurt each other uh, and then one of them has a obnoxious uh, monologue and then walks away and then the other one goes after <laughs> the other one and has an obnoxious monologue and then walks away and then the other one goes after the other one and has an obnoxious monologue and then like I'm watching they it stop. all over again. And then they make out and then one of them has an obnoxious monologue <laughs> and then walk away. And then the other one goes after the other one and then they have an obnoxious monologue and then they walk away. <laughs> and then the other one goes after the other one and then they make out. And then one of them isn't happy and then they have an obnoxious monologue and then walk away. And I don't know, that happens a few more times, and then they go to bed. And then they wake up, and Malcolm can't find Marie, and he finds her outside. The end. I feel like I watched it the second time. (laughs) I mean, your synopsis isn't wrong. (laughs) No, no, it's not. (laughs) I would like to talk about how what I liked about this movie. Okay, let's do it. I liked the acting. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, I felt like they they worked with each other really well. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. This I was not about <laughs> this movie. Yeah, I mean, I okay. I have a little bit more than that. Like I enjoyed the acting a lot. Um, some of like the stuff that they said was like, ah, oh, man, that's witty or whatever. You know, like it was right. like written okay as far as like the okay. actual the actual words that they were saying yeah um 
but like it's not what real people say so that made ah. it just like completely like what the fuck is happening uh agreed and it, it was shot i i liked the way the movie looked it yeah it does look cool it, it, it shot it, really it was, well. it was a it was a pretty movie and i mean as far as it goes where it's shot in a house just like all the rooms of one house um because it's literally just two people yeah. in the movie and Which one cool. house i like that i like that um but it's just like i don't know I don't think this is how two people talk to each other unless they're both just like vindictive fucking sociopaths and 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 also we're just like let the other one say all of the terrible shit that they want to say without ever interjecting which is not how people talk yeah this is just, I was just like what the fuck is this so I absolutely love everything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should let Russell talk. Yeah, let, let him talk about how much he loves it. So I was gonna let you guys, you know, no, go for it. I just, um, it was not my thing. Like I, you know, yeah. I, I got it. It's fine. I just could not get into it. This, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love everything that you just said, and I'm not like in no way am I saying that you're that you're wrong because you're not because typically sure. like arguments don't go this way no and like typically arguments do go like oh one person said one line let me tear that whole line apart yeah and then you get one line of that tearing it apart and the other person goes oh no no, no hold on that whole line i'm going to tear that whole line apart yeah and that's that's typically how as yeah. heated as this argument as this entire argument yeah, movie this, was this was like arguing having a relationship argument with a debate team <laughs> it's like you yeah. get yeah you get your 45 seconds or like two minutes or whatever hour and 45. all right and then i get mine and then yeah. we're gonna take a break we're just gonna tally up the score and then whoever's <laughs> behind gets the next minute and a half yeah um so and I, 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 the reason this movie feels real to me, uh, in particular, is because this movie is a relationship I had that lasted all of like eight months. Gross. Every argument was an an all evening argument, just like this. Yeah. And that now that 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 might seem weird. Like, why would I want to watch this? But like, it's actually in the movie. Why would I want to watch this? Um, because there's a particular part where John David Washington talks about uh, art and making movies and that the recreation, the recreation of something isn't interesting. It's the spinning of it and how you, like what you can take away from it. Yeah, that is the interesting part. The writer and director's perspective of the thing, not the the recreation and capturing of a thing yeah yeah and so and there's there's lots of so there are there's dialogue in this movie that i have said that has been said to me like and it it, it was a very tumultuous relationship tumultuous. that I went, tumultuous 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 tumultuous, tumultuous. Tumultuous. Words are hard. Tumultuous. 
with a speech impediment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so I, th- I think that's part of the reason when I watched this, I was like, because I, I remember I told you, I was like, dude, this movie fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it did, because like, because it's fucked up because, yeah, not like not everyone talks to each other like this and when you're in like a a good communicative relationship like you you shouldn't really talk to each other like this um and and i also agree with you on the level in which you said uh two sociopaths (laughs) like having these conversations is what it feels like and uh i i agree with that too um but yeah, so like the the movie just resonates with me on a very particular level. Uh, watching it this time, I did, I've, I was a little less fucked up because I knew what I was getting myself into. The first time I watched it, I had no clue. I was like, oh, this movie looks interesting. It takes place all in one evening. So this movie, it, like we've talked about other movies or like when we did Glorious, I've talked about loving the style mm. of movie. You have two people in a room. Yeah. And everything you know about these two people is told to you through dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Which like, I mean, how often do I bitch about flashbacks and like that shit where a lot, just about like, every episode. Yeah. You could have just told me like, and, and I do believe in show, not tell, but at the same time, I don't, I didn't need any flashbacks in this movie. Yeah. Because it's not like, it's not. So there's a difference between, you know, exposition through dialogue and an exposition dump. You know, you don't have one yeah. person having a thing where they just like, this is the story, or this is what you need to know about everything, you know, because yeah. this the movie was too complicated for us to fit it into the dialogue or into a flashback or the beginning or whatever. Right. Um, it's dialogue. So like, you know, you and I are talking and parts of our conversation fill in the backstory. That's totally different and that's what you're you're talking about yeah um so i i personally i think the movie is like beautifully written um i think a lot of the acting is done really well um zendaya in particular i thought did a wonderful job uh john david washington is a phenomenal actor and is amazing and everything and i really liked him in this but there are moments of him delivering the dialogue that just feel like he was reading the script Mm. and i don't know if that was intentional because he is a screenwriter and director (laughs) so like it almost feels like some of the obscure delivery is actually on purpose because of his background yeah whereas zendaya is it doesn't have those credentials uh, Marie uh, doesn't have those like types of credentials. She's like a failed actress, and so her deliveries are much more uh, on point and emotional and like real. Um, but I love. So I love. I also love the way the movie's shot. Um, it feel everything feels very intentional. Every word of dialogue feels very intentional. Like it doesn't. None of this feels like they captured several scenes and chose the best one. I'm sure that's still what happened. Sure, because that's how you make a movie. But... Yeah, but you also part of making the movie is making it not feel that good. <laughs> yeah, and especially this style of movie that is just continuous and yeah. has very little break to it. Right. Um. 
there is a part that kind of bothers me where the screen fades to white and I don't like, I don't, they, they didn't need to do that. So I don't know why they made that choice, but that's me sure. being super nitpicky. Um, but this is the, like this movie felt like it was made for me. So I fucking just love everything about this movie. There's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's not like, yeah. like I wouldn't recommend this movie for everyone. Um, I thought it would make for interesting conversation, which was why I pitched it. Uh, and it's kind of like, you know, we watched marriage story last week and no, I mean, it definitely fits the theme of what we're doing yeah. this month. Yeah. Thank God it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I'm glad you like this movie is made for you. I'm really, really happy that you enjoy this. I didn't like, I'll get it clear. I didn't hate it. I was just, it's not for me. Yeah. Like, I got it. Um, but there's parts where I'm just like, okay, I get it. They're both terrible for each other. Yeah. Yeah. But so like, that's, that's an interesting point to talk about too, is like, there's a lot of stuff they say to each other that I don't necessarily think they should have said during an argument, but there is a lot of stuff they say to each other that they should have said a different way. So it didn't get to this point. Like, I think everything they tell each other in the movie is important. I think it shows a, a very... Uh, hyperbolic form of communication but it's still them communicating issues with each other or across their relationship to one another yeah but I just don't I don't think it's written like humans talking to each other like yeah like some of the parts of what they said because like what you said was like I've had some of this stuff said to me and shit like that right or I've said some of this stuff and like yeah like that's pretty common for you to like someone to use words as a weapon right to win yeah. an argument right and just like i'm just saying this shit to hurt you yeah which is what is done a lot in this movie right yeah and like some of the shit that they do in particular like he brags about some of his sexual conquests to like just to fucking like well he's making a point but he's also like doing it he goes overboard to hurt her and like she does the same thing to him but not with that in particular just like saying that he's not good at what he does just to fucking hurt him because it's also like a very important night of his life that he's his first movie premiere. So her saying that he is like not a good director, that he's a hack and all this stuff is like particularly meant to hurt him. Like, yeah, that kind of shit happens definitely all the time in relationships, but like the way that it is in like a five minute fucking monologue is not how arguments work. That's not how people talk to each other unless one person is like particularly meek and just like takes it, you know? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. Cause like, I think it like, like I've had arguments like that though, where it's, give me five minutes to express what I'm saying. And here's your five minutes to express what you're saying. Like the relationship I have to pull from that this movie reminds me of is like, it was very much like that. It was like, I'm going to say everything I need to say. And then you say everything you need to say. And then that's bonkers. It, 
no, it was because it was very, it was very toxic too. And I don't think arguing like that is necessarily efficient, especially. No, I mean, uh, definitely not. I mean, this was not like something that anyone should aspire to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that it's, it's also, it just depends on like the people. Right. So like for me, it was a relationship of two people that at any point in time could didn't want to be the one demolished emotionally, but wanted to thought it was more powerful to be the one demolishing and having two people in a relationship with both of those mindsets. Like you will let the other person get all their points out because your point afterwards is to tear each of them down and or redirect the conversation to their flaws so like i i I don't i think it's more rare that that happens i don't think that's like a standard for like how people argue or express themselves but i i think it just depends on like because i know if i get interrupted i'm going to interrupt someone so like it's it but if i don't get interrupted then i'm not going to interrupt someone when we're arguing like, but if the, if it's just like an escalation of interruption, 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 then it, it is going to escalate to like an even more drastic level where yeah, it just becomes a shouting match. Yeah, it just becomes a screaming match. And I'm not saying those didn't happen in that relationship. Those definitely did happen. But as I long think... as both parties were sober, <laughs> it was more methodical than just being the louder person i think that should have happened in this like if that would have happened at least once that would have made it more natural just like nothing no delivery in this felt natural to me other than like their emotions and reaction to stuff like they're they're like zendaya like crying when shit happened or like when he leaves and she like starts to break down or like he starts to break down when she leaves and like stuff like that that felt natural but nothing they said in the way that they delivered it felt natural to me yeah i mean i can understand that too like i was saying particularly with john david washington's character the way he would deliver some of his lines i but uh, you know, once again, I don't know if that was intentional or if that was accidental. Um, with as intentional as the rest of the movie is, I feel like it was probably intentional. Um, but I also get that too. And I do think at some point it should have devolved into like a flat out screaming match, particularly uh, probably like three fifths of the way into the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Shortly after the or before the before she takes a bath is when it should have happened because she should have exited the situation to go take the bath yeah and then he comes and bothers her again yeah like and she should have been the last one screaming and then she just walks out and then he comes in and he's then he sits at the tub and has that like absolute like absolutely hurt like you said he's making a point but it's still like all horrific things that he's saying to her and that is also i also think that that's interesting like the way they go back and forth and they like they will drop stuff and you know 15 20 minutes will go by and we'll have another argument about the stuff they dropped and I, I i thought that was one of the more realistic points of it was like okay we're done arguing about this 
Oh, psych. <laughs> We're not. We're still right. fighting about this because I'm still, one of them is still emotional or one of them is still mad about it. Or didn't say what they were really mad about. Yeah, or didn't say what they were really mad about, which I think that that's an interesting turn in the movie, too, because even if she would have expressed that first, he still would have react. I still think he would have reacted the same way with you know her her saying um well why didn't why didn't you why didn't you pick me yeah um and him just being like oh so this is you're so you're just jealous uh, the first thing he says is why didn't you i told you to audition <laughs> yeah that well, was the first he's thing like he the first thing he says is like oh that's what this is about but yeah then he's like you i told you to audition and she's like well that's not you you should have just fought for me and it's like so you're just jealous yeah which is like i mean she feels this way and even if she like has regrets of the situation or her audition or not pushing herself harder like it's still like a valid emotion that she's having and that's what i think is interesting that's another point that i think is interesting about the movie is like they both have very valid points throughout the argument and then, like, they neither of them still, like, fully understand. But I also think that because the way the movie ends, it's just a fight that they needed to have. Because sometimes you have to. Like, you just... It's true. Sometimes there's going to be a fight. And the longer it's avoided, the worse the fight's going to be. And I feel like this is kind of what happened to them in the movie. Mm. So, like, we're seeing, like... Like, the, like pretty much in most relationships there comes a fight that is a breaking point or a like or it's it's like the defining moment of like well i guess we're gonna keep doing this regardless of how hard it gets Mm. like and i feel like this 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 argument that they have on this particular night because of everything surrounding it him you know making it and like receiving an award and like the the screening and all this stuff like as a big night, so this is like t- to me. This is like that fight that they're having, where it defines either they break up at the end of it or they are going to push through regardless of how hard it's going to be. They should probably break up and both be single for forever. After all the things they said to each other, I <laughs> probably I mean, agree yeah. with that. Yeah, <laughs> because there's some shit they say in these art in this argument that like I don't know either one of them will ever get over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how do you come back from some of that shit? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they slept in the same bed. Again, I don't know. I just I don't I don't think it was realistic at all in that way. Like it just didn't. It was just like this is fantasy land to me but that's just how I saw it because it just didn't make any sense like it made sense as far as like story wise right yeah but it just didn't make sense to me that people like argue that way or take it just leave like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) and they're kind of like stuck there though I mean they aren't like you can walk away. That's true. That's <laughs> you can true. you can just fucking leave, man. Like I don't I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, wasn't my thing. I'm not like upset that I watched it. 
I just feel that I I like Marriage Story more, to be honest. Oh. Like, I thought that downs. was way better than, way, yeah. well, more, ugh, hold on. It was way better done yeah. than this movie. Damn, yeah. Dave, I had a stroke there. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I mean, in comparison to, like, A Marriage Story is, like, I, I don't know, it's a more standard movie, like, so it w- I would think that it would be received better. I didn't imagine this movie would be received well by anyone I've recommended it to so far, which is a lot of people. <laughs> but <laughs> there I'm he not goes mad again. At you. Recommending movies that he knows people won't like. <laughs> I think the I think the movie definitely has something to say. Uh it def- definitely has like a moral and a point. And I think there's a lot of takeaway that I, th- I think depending on the person like any person could take away a different thing from this movie i think this movie on an artistic level is i wouldn't say genius because it's been done before but like to a degree is like is, is one of one of the more artistic ways to show this thing that they've shown to quote malcolm cinema doesn't need a message needs a heart <laughs> He's right. You don't think it has heart? No. No. I definitely think there's a lot of heart. <laughs> well, there's two. Somebody there's two spent, people and they have hearts. Somebody spent a lot of years writing this dialogue out. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of dialogue. That person should probably see a shrink. <laughs> or interact with people. Yeah. So they know how to talk to people. Yes. It's it's the guise of healthy communication. That's also what like blows my mind is that like on a surface level this this the way they communicate feels healthy. But when you dive in and you're listening to the dialogue, there's so much toxicity. Of our city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eating seeds is a pastime activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. Same. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Russell, though. It makes me happy that you enjoyed it. (laughs) I didn't expect it to not drive a conversation. (laughs) I thought it would do the exact opposite and drive conversation. I mean, I just basically, like, disagree with everything that you said other than, like, that you experienced something similar because you experienced it. So I can't say that you didn't because you did. I feel like like, I I feel like a supportive mom right now. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it, Russell. You did good. Good job, bud. good Good job. Put it on the fridge. <laughs> I don't see what you see in this movie. I mean, that's fair. Same. And I think this is that type of movie. Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at with it. Okay. I wasted my fucking quote. <clears throat> but you said it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't see a message in this. Plus, I mean, I see a message. Don't be a fucking piece of shit. But, uh, <clears throat> you know it doesn't have the other thing in my opinion (laughs) I mean that's fair I just really wasn't into it yeah I watched it though I will watch any movie with two people in a room and it's just dialogue I mean I like that stuff too I got another quote I'm good let's get another quote (laughs) don't use it before the show ends yeah I'm not reading the response to the review. 
That's like is your two whole scrolls. I so like my I don't want to is my favorite line of dialogue the quote you're using i don't know what is your favorite line of dialogue where she don't. explains to him why he's not jealous no okay so that's probably my favorite part of the movie <laughs> which might be fucked up <laughs> but i love all of that dialogue in there because she she just like really explain like because it, and it makes a lot of sense too and like his for his character especially like her just breaking down because she mentions earlier in the movie about why he's not jealous and then she's like oh i've put it together i figured out why you're not jealous it's because you think it doesn't get any pot uh, you you think it can't possibly get any better than you and he's just kind of like eh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, because he's a narcissist. Yeah. yeah. And I think, so, like, talking about the heart and the takeaway, like, I think that's what is to be taken away from this movie, is there's maybe some of the stuff they say and the way they say it, people don't say to each other, but I could see certain lines of exposition in this movie needing to be said to people for them to understand some of their actions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's when i say some of these things have been said to me <laughs> yeah that particular scene is one of them that i was talking about yeah um and like it wasn't worded as poetically but yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing like i feel like some of the dialogue was just so fucking pretentious like the way that it was written oh, was yeah. just like no, <laughs> no one in the heat of an argument is going to talk like that. <laughs> like, yeah, the whole fucking movie is pretentious. It's shot in black and white for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretentious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this, uh, yeah, I don't like, yeah, like they both make some like really scathing, like down to the core of each other's character comments, but they're also like said in such a way that it's just like oh jesus fucking christ <laughs> shut up i do not disagree with shane uh, i loved the dialogue okay <laughs> <laughs> i've admitted to being pretentious several times yeah <laughs> oh my god but i love you do you? I do. You're just saying that because you want something from me. No, I love Like you. love in return. I mean, yeah, a little. Oh, but... Dave. Oh, now we have an argument yeah, now? Yeah, we're going to start a fight. Oh, why did it turn black and white in here? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> well, while it's black and white and it's raining outside, can we go down to the corner? Yeah, you want to go to the corner? Yes. You guys want to argue on down to the corner? Yeah. Ugh. All right, let's eat mac and cheese in the corner. Yeah, let's do that. this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say... Why is this cheese moldy? <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> I don't think that's what you're supposed to say. Fuck! That's neat. <laughs> you guys ready for some trivia? Yeah. yeah. I got ten. <laughs> that's all there is, right? That's all, yeah, like, that's it. All the trivia is ten. Yeah, okay. Oh, 
Well, thanks for coming down to Dave's trivia corner. <laughs> 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 Fuck, <All right>. that's <laughs> neat. <laughs> I think you swapped the trivia corner and your rating. I don't think I did. <laughs> oh, there's a period in front of that. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. The age difference of 12 years between John David Washington and Zendaya caused some controversy. Zendaya refuted the criticism by saying people are not ready to see her as an adult. Yeah. So I think most of that has to do with her build. Yeah. Because she's built like a like a teenage boy with tits. Um But she's twenty three. I mean like she's yeah. a fucking adult. Yeah. Yeah. She's an adult. She's an adult. Alright, moving on. One of the first films to be written, directed, and completed during the COVID nineteen pandemic in the United States. Can you guys hear about that? You just know about that? The pandemic? Yeah, you know about that? I heard a little bit about it. A little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. The film was shot between the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown between 17th of June 2020 and July 2nd, 2020, with the approval of the Writers Guild of America, Directors Guild of... Writers Guild of America, comma... There you go. Directors Guild of America and Screen Actors Guild. Uh, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists Organizations. The shoot followed strict COVID-19 safety protocols to ensure cast and crew worked in a safe environment. Mm. Uh, That was pretty neat, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, I I was getting there. Uh, Malcolm's intense dislike of a unnamed white female film critic from the LA Times due to an unfavorable review of his previous film is generally perceived to be a reference to LA Times critic Kate Wal- Katie Walsh, who wrote a negative review on writer-director Sam Levinson's earlier film, Assassination Nation. Okay, I wanted to talk about something real quick. A lot of the stuff that he talks about, that especially when they're talking about this film reviewer, is like race stuff. Yeah. Right? And it's really interesting because he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a black writer, I'm a black director, and like, she's making it about race, but it's not about race. And like, that's like a big hinging point of like, her review versus like him. Yeah. Even though it's like a positive review and shit. And, like, it's very strange to me that a white person wrote that. Especially that part. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like, I, I feel like, like not a lot of the other stuff is specifically about race. Like, but that particular part is. Yeah. And it was just interesting to me that that part... Cause, and then, like, there's this weird thing because like the whole his whole thing is like it's not about race it's about like what the movie's about like yeah there's like race in it i'm a black guy i wrote it i directed it the main actress is black like there is a little bit of that in there but that's not the point of the movie right and like i'm just like well what why was that the the thing when it was written by a white guy that's just really weird to me it is kind of weird. I mean, I would think that it's he probably has 
Uh, I mean, black friends in the <laughs> industry. I don't, don't want to be the what guy the that says, oh, he's got a black friend. But uh, <laughs> I imagine he has black friends in the industry because there is, like, they... Uh, yeah, I mean, that happens, right? Like, people yeah. are like, yeah, this thing is good because a black person did it. Or yeah. it's not good because a black person did it. Or whatever yeah. the thing is, like, they can't see past who is who did it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of doing that right now. But <laughs> it's, it's kind of... Introspection. It's, this movie inspired uh, introspection. <laughs> the most base level. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's really interesting because it's not like he, like, cast black people in the movie and then decided later to make that part about being black people like yeah that was like always part of it right yeah. i would assume i mean maybe i Unless mean he, he like i imagine he wrote it in was john david washington in his last movie uh, uh i have no I idea don't know. i don't know if he was or not i just thought it was weird because like i was thinking about that i was like Wait, is Sam Levinson black? And then I looked it up. It was a white guy. And I was like, wait a minute. That whole thing, especially if it's like about her giving him a bad review. Yeah. Was like hinging on her being hung up on his race. Yeah, yeah, I, can, that is I can throw my theory out of the window. Because okay. um, <laughs> John David Washington nor Zendaya were in his previous film. Okay. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean he didn't write it with John David in mind. Yeah, but, or just like a black cast in general. Yeah, I would think that either one of two things. He had it in mind that it was going to be, uh, you know, that John David would be a black guy. Mm. Or... John David could have been like, "What about this?" And like, and yeah, he rewrote him, the speech, yeah, rewrote yeah. and helped him incorporate it. Sure, that I just thought it was make weird. More sense. But so I yeah, but I I think it was a interesting outlet. Yeah, because um, that is a thing. Sure, it is a real yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and like, there was a movie that came out around this time. I think it was before this, where it was, it was like an entirely. I don't remember who was talking about it, but there was a, a a famous black actor. Was it Samuel Jackson? I want to say it was Samuel Jackson, but I think I only want to say that because of how often I watch him in interviews because I love him. Yeah. But it may or may not have been him. But they were talking about not specifically... Like, not going to the theaters. Like, don't just... Oh, no, it was in a... It's a fucking... God dang it, what is that show called? Is in a show on Netflix and the dad is black and he uh has something to do with Hollywood productions. Um but he in in the show he's he talks about not going to support something just because it was uh all black people who had done the thing, helped produce it, write it, sure. direct it, all that stuff. He was like, because what he says is He's like, we don't just need anything to come out. We still need good stuff to come out. So that way everyone sees that we can make good stuff on our own. Yeah. And everyone should make good shit so that there's more good shit. 
Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I get, I get, I get, like, I get both points, right? Like, you know, just black people productions don't happen a lot, and like, they don't get a lot of attention outside of just black people. Yeah. Right. So then, like, unless somebody's like. Oh, I watched this thing because I'm gonna virtue signal because I watched this thing because it's all black people. Right. Right. But if it's good, if it's actually good, like dear white people, then people will fucking watch it because it's good. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I get both both like wanting it to just happen and being like, well, I'm not gonna support that because it's not good. I want us to make something that is good. So that everyone will watch it and prove to everyone that we can do a good job, not just do the job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, still to your point, like, I do think it's interesting being in there yeah. with... I didn't know Stan Levison was a white guy with his last name. Yeah. I don't this know. is a joke. No, I got it. I got it. I, I genuinely didn't know, but also now that I know his name. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got some more trivia. Should yeah, sorry, I, I I like hijacked the trivia. It's okay. Malcolm refers several times to a critic who says he's the next Spike Lee. Uh, John David Washington, who plays Malcolm, wa- has worked with Lee on Malcolm X from '92 and Black Klansman in 2018. Dude, Black Klansman is hilarious. I've not seen that Dude, one. Yeah, it's so good. Is it? Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Malcolm X. When? 92. Who did he work with? Spike Lee. Oh. Also, Stan is so fucking white. Sam. 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 See, he's so white, I thought his name was Stan. <laughs> that's a really, that's an even whiter person. Yeah, he's so Stan. white. Um, he looks like, he looks like he could be the bad guy in one of the Punisher series. <clears throat> Holy shit. I got four more, guys. Okay. Actually, five more. Well, that one was neat. Uh, thank you. One of the few Netflix originals to be shot in 35 millimeter. Hmm. Hmm. That's neat. Fuck, that's neat. <laughs> uh, the name Malcolm has multiple significances in John David Washington's life. His father, Denzel Washington, famously played Malcolm X in the movie Malcolm X, which a young John David appeared in. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, he has a brother, Malcolm, who was named after his father's aforementioned role. Oh, yeah. that's fucking neat. Isn't that neat? <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, I have two more. Fucking... One wasn't. I got one. Okay, lay it on me. It might be one of yours, but I don't know. Probably not. Uh, this movie is like double nepotism. Is Zendaya anybody's kid? Like anybody, any like famous person's kid? I, don't, I didn't think so. But Sam Levinson is Barry Levinson's son. You know, the guy that directed Rain Man and Wag the Dog. Yeah. Uh. Huh. <laughs> And then John David Washington, as you just said, is Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Got two more. Oh, the name Zendaya means giving thanks. 
Okay. Fucking your trivia corner all up. Yeah, Dave. you guys are. It's fine though. Uh, no person or entity associated with this film received payment or anything of value or entered into any agreement in connection with the depiction of tobacco products. So they just smoke to smoke? Yep. One more. Okay. This is in the spoilers section of the trivia. Oh, shit. Spoilers. They didn't. They. They, they yelled at each other. They yelled a lot. <laughs> uh, when Marie first sits down on the toilet, she's wearing stay-ups. When she undresses later in the movie to take a bath, she is wearing tights. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't know what a stay-up is. I don't know. If you guys know what stay-ups are and what the difference between stay-ups and tights is, uh, email us, draftyq at gmail.com. I was gonna just Google it. Don't worry about it. They'll email us. They'll email us. I'm sure we have an email right now. So that's the end of Dave's Trivia Corner? Yeah, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Russell's just looking at legs on his phone. Yeah. Now I am. Uh, You guys ready (laughs) to rate this thing? Oh, I'd rate it. It does not appear as if Zendaya had famous parents. Okay, it's just double. But if double you include nepotism. being born in California as nepotism, which I do, <laughs> same, same, then yes. triple nepotism, triple nepotism. Uh, triple nepotism. Uh, <laughs> I'll rate this movie. Rate uh, it. I'm gonna give it a five. I, just, I, it's it's not that I just not just that I didn't like it. It's just like I don't see the dialogue as being like how people talk to each other, and like there's some interesting things that they say, but it's like so pretentious and like not what anyone says in an argument, and just like the way that it's worded and everything. Agreed. <laughs> Doing this, so Russell can't hear. <laughs> And I I don't know like the acting was was pretty good especially like just their like reactions to things but I mean like like Russell was saying like some of the stuff John David Washington did it was like he was reading it and I'm not going to give it the benefit of the doubt that it was because of some characterization of him being a writer and director um there was also like weird like he would just rant until he was breathing heavily but it was like paste and stuff and it was weird. And then when he was by himself and he's like trying to come up with an argument, he just like was like mumbling like a fucking psycho. And it didn't, I was just like, this is dumb. I didn't like it. And I don't think it was good. I think the cinematography was, was well done. Like it was, it was a well shot movie. Um, but the content of the movie itself was not <laughs> well done. So that's I'm giving it a five, Russell. This is the most discrepancy we've ever had in a rating, Shane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's your rating? I was trying to think of something new to say. <laughs> yeah. Um but that so I'm gonna rate this movie at nine point five. <laughs> After watching this the second time, I think this is one of my favorite movies ever. Holy shit. Damn. All right. Um, I don't know if it's because it's pretentious, but this movie makes me want to write, which is like, I do write. I've yet to finish anything. Uh, 
<laughs> this is a thing that I do. Uh, what? There's an episode of the Rogan show that you need to listen to. It's not, it's a, uh, there's a, uh, a guy that writes novels okay. that's on there. And like, I think I thought about you writing when I was listening to it. And I was like, Russell needs to listen to this guy. I need to know the episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, but so this is this is just one of those things that I think like like I said earlier I don't necessarily think it's like genius like it's not they didn't reinvent the the wheel here uh, but they took a thing that I love like took like a, a a style and like an art that I love and I do I I think it is one of the better versions of the style um you know this and glorious are just like right fucking up there on my <laughs> list of favorite movies which makes me sound like a psycho <laughs> whoa uh-huh i didn't know glorious um, was up there yeah dude i told you when we watched glorious i'm pretty sure i said in an episode that this might be one of my favorite movies I forgot um, about that. Yeah, no, you did. You did fucking. You pointed that movie directly at me and shot me through. Probably not the heart because it's a weird fucking movie, the, but yeah. maybe like the spleen or something. He and the spleen, yeah, the psycho really part of his brain. Uh, <laughs> That's all of my brain. But so I just I I love this idea. I love the I I love the idea. I love the execution. I love I I do love all of the dialogue. Um. I don't my my only criticism is what I said earlier. I do feel like at some point in time it should have completely devolved into like what would have been an actual fight. Yeah. Because even in my experience that was still what would eventually happen. Yeah. Like it you know, you get these like long drawn out moments of conver- of of dialogue to another person, but ultimately unless you're you're in a healthy relationship, it is going to devolve. And even then, sometimes in a healthy relationship, it, it still de- devolves into you yelling at each other. Cause it's, yeah, because emotions are high. Yeah, so, emotions yeah. are high, and it's it's not easy to, like, merge your entire life with someone else's entire life. That's not, like, that's, some, that's, that's fantasy land where it's like, oh, this thing is easy. Does the thing's never easy. Like, if it is, cool. Like, good job, I guess, or good luck i don't know like for some people they don't fight and like that's weird to me but i'm also the type of person that has to have an argument at some point so i also think it's just dependent on the on the people and the person but um yeah i i mean i give the movie a 9.5 uh, it's very close to my heart in a lot of weird ways and i mean you would think that i wouldn't want to watch it but i kind of already want to watch it again jesus fucking christ and i might <laughs> I don't I I can't really explain that. I don't like reliving the things it makes me think of, but it it also does make me think about things in different ways. And like watching it this time, I had a whole different experience watching it than I did the first time. Cuz the first time was just like punched me in the fucking balls. Right. And then this time I was even more introspective than I was the first time I watched it. So Punched him twice in the balls. Well, yeah. he, he like watched it with his hands over his dick. <laughs> yeah. So okay. then it punched me in the asshole. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and he was thinking about how he felt about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this went too far. All right. My rating is over 9.5. 9.5. I'm really glad you enjoyed this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gushing over here. <laughs> really glad. Um, Dave. I also extremely enjoyed this movie. I thought that Charlton Heston did a great job 
I really felt like these apes were in Planet Earth. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing Planet from the Apes that I watched recently. Oh, okay. I give that one a 10. Um, This movie, like a six. Yeah. The acting was good. Uh, they're both great actors. Uh, it was shot really well, but it was also shot very pretentious, which I'm not about. It just didn't do it for me. I, I, I tried. I'm glad. I like I said, I'm really glad Russell likes it. Six for me. I feel like this is me and Russell's other shoot 'em up. Ooh. But shoot 'em up's good. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> no, it's not. I haven't watched Shoot 'em Up in a while, so maybe we need to do that at some point. No. Would you 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 wouldn't even be willing? Let's pause oh right god. now and watch Shoot 'em Up. No. <laughs> oh my god. We're not falling for your bullshit anymore, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about. I want to watch Shoot 'em Up. You always want to watch Debbie Does Dallas. I don't. You had trouble saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so full of shit. Uh um, I am not. So a five, a nine and a half, and a six. <laughs> wow. Huh. That's that's real weird. Uh, I mean, if you take into account which one of us is the most pretentious, is it weird? <laughs> I mean, still weird. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about Malcolm and Marie, and that's going to do it for Heavy Sad Boy February. Heavy sad boy February. Heavy sad boy February. Heavy sad boy February. Da 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 da. No sad anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Uh, but coming up, oh yeah, is martial arts march. Yeah, yeah. I'm so stoked for that. Uh. I'm ready to karate chop my heart. No. <laughs> Oh, karate chop people in the fucking neck. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're done yeah, getting yeah. karate chopped in the heart. Oh. No more heart stuff. There's no heart stuff. Well, I mean, they might. The there's there's like, some heart like stuff a, in one of them. This true. Do like a five finger heart of death. Yeah, thing. That that's for sure. In or is it? I might be mixing up the two movies. I mean, that's in Kill Bill. <laughs> Do you mean the five finger exploding heart technique? No, not necessarily that. Uh, I thought in one of these movies, someone the dude rips someone's heart out. But I think it's in the other movie because I think the other one is gorier. Anyway, what's so. the first movie we're doing? The first movie we're doing is Enter the Dragon. Hell yes! All right. It's been a long time since we Enter the Dragon. It's been a long time. Yeah, with Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> What? I almost said I'll enter your dragon, and then I realized how that sounded. But then you said I will not be entering your dragon. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I'm so, so excited for Martial Arts March. Yeah, next month, Martial Arts March. I'm super excited for that. It's going to be way better than uh, than Heavy Sad Boy February, just for my mental health. Uh, <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Probably mine, too. I'm, just, I'm stubborn. <laughs> Get ready for all tens from this guy. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find us on all our social media, uh, searching Drafted Quarters Productions. We also have a TikTok now, in case you're on that particular app. TikTok. Uh, like, I said TikTok, and Russell started bouncing in his chair. Yep. He's like literally like a toddler that picks up a fucking cell phone and just watches TikTok all night. It's the greatest form of social media ever invented. No. If your algorithm is correct. It's it's probably like the most fucking cocaine brain eating 
Also probably true. (laughs) Shane's right. (laughs) Both of those statements can be true at the same time. I mean, it's it's well designed. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not wrong. The interface is awesome. (laughs) Uh, But uh, but it's well designed to fucking melt your brain. Uh, But I mean, all social media is so. You know, find us on there anyway, so we can be part of the melting pot that is your skull. Yeah, Um, and it's no different than when people used to read the newspaper all the time. Yeah, it is. No, it's totally different. I mean, that is. Oh, TikTok? Yeah. I mean, TikTok in particular, yes. TikTok is way different than reading a newspaper. (laughs) That's true. The newspaper doesn't talk to me. Like, scrolling through Reddit is probably similar to, to reading a newspaper, but, like, doing reels or TikToks or YouTube shorts is not at all like that. But anyway... Find us on all our social medias, searching Draft Recorders Productions, including our new TikTok. You can also find us on Patreon. Please subscribe for $1. We have a show that has been posted in the last month, uh, Love Eternal, yep. where Count Dugula and Davula review the notebook. Yeah. Uh, and there will be more. Our backlog will be up sometime in the next few months. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, totally. Yeah, there's going to be more Davula. That's not what I said. Oh. But it could be what I meant. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Dave, don't have a meltdown. Don't worry about it, buddy. I already did. Uh, I'm melting right now. (laughs) Here's a Cornerberg movie right here. Yep. Uh, the, the the show is kind of Cronenberg, <laughs> but well, also uh, if you guys give if we get up to a thousand subscribers, Dave will do a uh, a boudoir shoot, a tasteful one. Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, Ooh, that's a different website, and then, and then we will uh, we will send it out to our subscribers in some way. Uh, depending on how tasteful it is. Uh, but anyway, You're very tasteful. Please subscribe for one dollar on our Patreon, Christian boy. <laughs> uh, you can also like email us if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for whatever. Um, DraftyQ at gmail Thanks for coming out. Have a wonderful evening. Bye. Bye. Well, fuck you! Fuck you twice with thick cactus dick! This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.